Thursday, September 2, 2021. The Paul Truesdell Podcast. General business and economic observations, individual wealth tips, tricks, tools, and techniques, along with things that made Paul and Team Truesdell raise their eyebrows, shake their heads, and purse their lips while taking a deep breath. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. By listening, reading, or using this podcast and website in any manner, you understand the information presented is provided for informational purposes only and agree to our terms of use and privacy policy. I Okay boys and girls, it's time to relax with coffee or tea, whiskey or wine, while driving, relaxing, or going for a walk. It's dad's time to talk about things that the limp-wristed, loafer-wearing, soccer dads are afraid to talk about. And for all the emotional-based midwits, this is not the podcast for you. Bye-bye. When I decided that I was going to do this podcast, I was a little apprehensive and tried to figure out how am I going to do this. And it dawned on me that, well, this one might be a little bit longer, but I'm quite confident that at least a few of you are going to be really, really impressed and highly desirous of what I'm going to say. Because in this episode, we are going to review what I have been doing for the past 12 months and in the last three months when it comes to research on an overt and covert basis when it comes to Class B motor vehicles. That's right, Class B. The Sprinters, the Dodge, Rams, and what do we got? The Ford Transits. And that's what we've come to the conclusion. The Ford wins. And are we going to do it ourselves? Or are we going to have somebody build it custom? There's also a third option. And it's the option that most closely resembles the way we do business. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Welcome to the Paul Truesdell podcast. And guess who this is? That's right, Paul Truesdell. How <laughs> you like that? So here's the bottom line. I want to share with you exactly what we're going to do when it comes to building out a mobile office. And the solution is a Swiss Army knife. Now, what exactly is a Swiss Army knife? Well, It's a device that can be a knife, a corkscrew, a screwdriver. It has lots of utility capabilities, purposes, and is handy to have as one of those pocket tools to carry around. For example, right now I'm doing this recording while I am outside. It's nighttime and I'm going for a walk. And if you've listened to other podcasts that I've done, you may have heard me do this in the past. I'm using the Rode Mobile Podcaster and it simply works. Now, 
let's talk about what we did. So for basically a year, probably more than a year, and in fact, if I get really, I really think about it, it began occurring around 2018 where I said, you know, every time I'm going to Tampa and you're getting a hotel and the meals, and I used to say it's just not healthy being around, around people all the time. I like getting a nice uh, sleep. I enjoy sleeping in my own bed and I enjoy cooking and, and understand that traveling and going to the Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons is not all that expensive in the scheme of things. It's not a deal breaker, but after a while those things get old. I like driving my Mercedes, but whatever, it's just a vehicle. You get to that point in life where some people strive to have certain things and then you get to that point where been there done it whatever it's about the quality of life and i've been talking about that for an awful long time if you are a regular listener to the podcast you know for me it's about quality of life now we're going to talk about what we're going to do and i've done this very covertly in a stealth way because that's the way i do research you do your actual academic research, you do your crunching, but then you, well, you go for a drive and you sniff the dirt and you figure out what's going on and you do the research in the background, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're gonna love this because I love it. I love the conclusion that I've come to. So here's what we did. I want a vehicle that's a Swiss army knife. In essence, that's what I'm looking for. But to do that, nobody does it right. You see, when you buy a class B motorhome, now remember, we're talking about vans. These are vans that are very large. Sometimes they have sliders, sometimes they don't. I'm not interested in a slider where it slides out a little bit. I'm not interested in a class C. I'm not interested in a class B plus. I've, I've been there and done all of the big giant motorhomes and trailers. And the only thing I never had was a fifth wheel. But again, I'm not a guy who drives a truck a pickup truck and I'm not a guy who's going to be towing a big rig with me. So I've had everything, but I've never had these vans. Now, years ago in 1992, I did a substantial amount of research and came close to buying a van with my wife because I did the research on what it would take to have a professional mobile office. Now, what vans were years ago compared to what they are today, it's night and day. But that whole concept of being able to go to a person's home, especially retirees, in the Zephyr Hills, Dade City, Sun City Center area, and being able to do it without a lot of extra work made sense. All the same reasons that I want now, time, effort, aggravation, and money made sense. Well, you know and I know that I have proceeded to build multiple office buildings. Currently, we're in the Truesdale Professional Building in the Ocala International College. Commerce Park. Every square inch of this thing I designed. I had contractors. I actually oversaw every component of it. I went and had to get, a, had to get an architect and engineer, but all the blueprints that I did are mine. In fact, the guy who was the engineer in it asked me where we went for the original plans. I said, I did them. He didn't believe me until I said, well, let me prove it to you. And I went to his drawing board and started drawing things out. He said, never mind. He said, you got a real talent. Yeah, I know. I've done this a few times. I'm not a certified draftsman, engineer, or architect, but I can do your job. I need you to go through everything, see what I missed, and then seal the plan so we can start building, which is exactly what I did with this project when it comes to developing a mobile office. But I want more than a mobile office. I like camping. I like taking the family and the dogs and going places. It'd be kind of cool to be able to go 
over to Daytona, go swimming. And when you're done, you take a shower in your own vehicle. You wanna have a sandwich, you can do that. You wanna have a cooler. All the things that you want is just, it's right there. But then cleaning up the sand, ugh. Carpet, ugh. Cranking up big generators, ugh. All those things sound good, but really you need multiple vehicles. But what if you didn't? And that's what a company that I'm going to share with you has done. And just so you know, I may make it, break this up into two different podcasts. This may be one long one, I don't know. But again, it's based upon a whole lot of research, and I want to thank a friend of mine, and I don't use that word very often, Pat, who lives in Tampa, who shared a few things with me where we were able to connect the dots. All of the things that I was thinking, doing, designing, it all fell into place. So what did I do? I have been on YouTube, I have been reading, I have been studying how vans are made, you name it, I've been through the whole nine yards. I went through and looked at who services Sprinters. Now I, I like Mercedes, I'll tell you. I've had a big, big Mercedes for a lot of decades. And I've had sports Mercedes as well, but I, I've been a big S-Class Mercedes guy for a long, long time. I've also had big Suburbans. I've had many Suburbans. I have no idea how many of these damn things I've had, but that's yeah, you see Paul, it was either in a big Suburban or it was in a big Mercedes. Real simple. But getting a Mercedes service is a pain in the ass. I don't have a dealership in Ocala. It has to go to Gainesville. A driver has to come and take it up or it has to be towed or flatbedded if I have service on it. They have to bring a car down for me. It's not like being in Tampa or Orlando or Jacksonville. So there's disadvantages there. And that enters in a big way into the decision that I'm going to make. Now, I'm going to get a vehicle, it's a Ford, it's a Transit, I'm going to get the long wheelbase, the biggest one they make, and the tallest one they make. Very important. It's also going to be a passenger vehicle, not a cargo vehicle. I want the vehicle so that you have all of the seats that I want to put into the thing, and I'll explain the reason why, but it has to have the air conditioning and heating built in, and we're not going to modify it, and I'll explain that to you as well. So basically, you're going to drive around in a, like a, a church minibus, huh? No, not gonna do that. But the concept is you have to have a strong foundation. So when you have a foundation, you build a building, that's critical. You dig the footer, you pour your cement, you have your plumbing, you have your electrical, you have everything you need in place to then do the framing for your building. Now your framing can be a couple different things. Your framing can be cement block, it can be wood, it can be a combination. But in my office, there's very little wood. All the wood in my office, all the beautiful wood that you see, the flooring and Look, if you've not been here, you don't know what I'm saying. It places a class A plus facility. Well, that's for me, that's my creature comfort. Everything is non-combustible. In other words, all the floor, all the framing is done in aluminum. All of the walls, the drywall, it's all in non-flammable material. The ceiling, same thing, it's non-flammable. We have fire suppression everywhere. We have smoke alarms, security alarms, everything you can possibly imagine. Video cameras, you can't get near this place without being seen, so there's everything is built in. That is what you do after you have the foundation. So think of the Ford Big Transit as the foundation, but then you need to do the, the framing. Now that's the key. That's where every single manufacturer, in my opinion, other than one, drops the ball. Now I said this the other day, 
in another podcast I brought up to use your thumb and my thumb is one inch in width and you take an inch here, an inch there, you're using press board, you're doing traditional building construction inside of a van and you lose a massive amount of space. So these people who are trying to do the DIY thing spend anywhere from six months to a year building out their van. These things look good. Some people have done some amazing jobs. They've saved money, but in my opinion, if and paid for it, it had it done right by someone who knows exactly what they're doing, they'd be way further ahead. And that's the point. Always remember and never forget, this is dad talking, right? While I drive a luxury vehicle now, when I drove my muscle cars, when it was cool to have a vet, a bird, a goat, back in the 70s, when you had that rumbling of that engine, hey, I got news for you, we didn't build those cars. I didn't build my bird. I didn't build the vet. We didn't build a goat, okay? Monty was built when we got him. But we do things to modify it. But you're looking for good bone structure. Anyone who restores vehicles knows that. You Is the, is the body good? Is the engine good? Was it maintained? But in this case, I'm getting it fresh and clean, right off the factory floor. Now, how do we take it and improve it to fit exactly what I want? And so when you do investing, what have I always told you to do? You want to commoditize everything you can possibly commoditize. And you want to focus on the things that you like are good, profitable, and can control. You want to go out and you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's about putting together the components that make sense to do what you need to do. And you focus on big bets on big ideas. So our process here at Fixed Cost Financial, the way I built the law firm, the way I built LIDI, what we do when it comes to long view forecasting, every single company, even dispatch, it's all exactly the same. It's a mindset. So I'm gonna tell you who this company is. And I'm not being paid. They don't know that I've seen their product line. They wouldn't know me from a load of hay. But I know them because that's what I do. I will literally do with my crew dumpster diving to figure out the rest of the story. And by God, these folks have a great story. Nothing nefarious. It is what it is. These are good people. And you know I love privately held companies that are family held. I love it when people work as a family and build things. That's the all American way of doing business. Now, while we invest in publicly traded companies, I invest in domestic companies. I'm not going to invest in cryptocurrency. We're not into that. Don't care about all the things that are out there. Just don't, we are bread basket, bread and butter, standard traditional investing. We do what we know that we do well. For example, let's say we specialized in making solar panels and all of the items that go with solar panels for the roofs of motorhomes, travel trailers, and these vans. That's great, that's what we do. And so you come to me and say, hey, I want you to custom out the whole van. Well, we could do that, we have a lot of experience. That's not what we do. You get the point, right? Just because you do something that's ancillary or correlated doesn't mean you do everything. Let's continue. So my son and I, Paul and I, my namesake, my eldest, the vice president of all my companies, the heir apparent, the He'll, he and his brother and sister will be taking over the companies one day when I decide to slack up a little bit. We sat down and said, how would we do this ourselves? And we built a company. We literally sat down, took out paper, three ring binders. And I've talked to you in the past about what a murder book is, how homicides are done. We tabbed everything out and we started then 
writing out all the components, the sequencing, because nobody does it the way we want to do it. Now, I knew about the company I'm going to talk to you about, but here's the thing. Sometimes you have to go through a process to know what's right and wrong. Most people don't do that. What they do is they buy based upon whatever the salesperson says, you know, oh, you know, pixie dust, magic formula, where's Waldo? Oh, there, and off they go. Yeah, I'm not that way. Don't let me go to a manufacturing plant on a tour because when I'm done, I guarantee you, I will be able to tell you all the things that they do right and wrong and have enough knowledge to replicate it and do it better. That's just what I do which sucks if you're them because then you have a competitor, if that's a business I want to get into. But let me share with you a couple things. So you understand these decisions are huge. So for example, what kind of a bed do you want? I can tell you I came to the conclusion a long time ago. The way you want to do bedding is you want one that drops down from the ceiling. It's on a pulley system. That's important. In order to do that, you have to have frames built for that. Not a big deal. You can do that. I can do that. But if you take that framing and you extend it throughout the entire interior of the van, then it's like the skeletal structure. It's like framing the building. Okay, this makes sense. And we designed a rail system on our own. Now the rail system that Paul and I designed is nowhere near as efficient as the one of the company that I'm gonna tell you about, but it was pretty damn close. They have a lot more experience. This company I'm gonna talk about has 76 years of experience. We were doing it for the first time in the boardroom over a period of a couple of days, a few whiskeys, having lunch, having dinner, and basically putting together our van book in the same way that years ago I would put together a murder book. Same thing I would put together any kind of expert witness or class action. Same thing if I'm going to be hired by a company to go in and fix it. Put it together, write it down, tab it out. The other key thing is you want to have designated areas where you're going to do your food prep, where you're going to defecate. Basically number two, that's the big item. Are you going to have modular sections or are they going to be built in and permanently there? You see, when you use housing construction in a van, you're asking for trouble. And I'm telling you, every single one of these vans that's being built today, with rare exception, again, they're doing it wrong. They're using press board. The number of people who have been going down the road and their kitchen falls off the side. The microwave falls out. The refrigerator falls out. It's all because of something I figured out pretty easy. You're in a tin can. You're in there, you're breathing. Your breath and natural environmental issues cause condensation. If you don't build it right and you're not cleaning the thing properly, all of that wood's going to rot. You have all of these holes stuck on the roof and eventually something leaks and gets behind and you got a mess. I don't know if you've ever been into a home with water damage, but it's a disaster. Oh, you saved the frame of the house, but everything inside is gone. If you have a building that's had smoke damage, great. He saved the building, but all the contents, you're never going to use them. So you have to think in terms of durability. Well, what's durable? Well, certain polymers, plastics, etc., that are not toxic, ah, you want to use those. You want items that will wick. You want to be able to get to things to clean it up. And you want things that are durable. Wood, wood attracts mold and mildew. You can get all the pressure treated stuff you want in the world, but the more fabric you put in on something, the more it's going to be cruddy. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever washed your sheets? 
Are you someone who is now sleeping in the same bedding that you've slept in for 10 years? I got news for you, that's gonna be a cesspool and you're gonna be sick. No, you have to do your laundry and clean your sheets. Nobody likes pulling sheets off of a mattress, but you have to, you have to do it. Which is gonna be more clean, vacuuming a rug or mopping a tile floor? You see where I'm going with this? I am giving you some advice that is absolutely worth a million dollars. Some of you are going to finish with this and go, I never thought of it like this. Some of you are gonna say, eh, whatever, not for me, I could care less. I get that. But for those of you who are lifestyle businesses, where business is a lifestyle, where you wanna have the ability to do multiple things like a Swiss army knife, yeah, you're going to, uh, you're gonna like this. Okay, so let's continue on. One of the things that you wanna look for is the ability to modify things. Modify things quickly and rapidly because when you do that, you have greater utility. So let's say I'm headed down to Tampa or Orlando and I'm not gonna be cooking. I'm going to be going to a series of events. I'm just gonna put a few things in the refrigerator. I'll just have a few light cold snacks, maybe a ham sandwich or whatever. So I really don't need my full kitchen. I just need a cooler. Why should I carry the full kitchen? Wouldn't it be nice if I could take that out and I've got the extra room? I'm not gonna have anybody in there. I'm actually gonna be doing some podcasting. I have several video calls I'm gonna be on, FaceTime, Zoom, WebEx. So I have my office ready to go, but I have a couple events that I wanna to get to. In one event, it's gonna be outdoors, so I'm gonna wear some slacks and a polo shirt, but later on in the evening, I have an event where I really should have a dress pair of slacks, a dress shirt, and a, a jacket on, but I'm gonna be dirty i've perspired from being outside when i was at this outdoor event i was wearing cowboy boots now i'm going to wear some dress shoes that'd be kind of nice if i could just take a quick shower in my mobile office van swiss army knife i don't have to go get a hotel and to drive 40 minutes an hour to the hotel i can just get it done real quickly done so that makes sense right so there are a lot of reasons to have flexibility no if ands or buts about it so this Ford Transit's gonna work out just fantastic. If it's gonna be cold, I wanna have heat. If it's gonna be hot, I wanna have an air conditioner. You wanna think this thing through very methodically. But the big thing is, flexibility. Let's say I wanna take a bicycle with me. I wanna take a kayak with me. All of these things I wanna be able to carry inside and have things movable. If I wanna take several people with me, I have the seats. I can configure this vehicle the way I need it for that trip. Now the problem is so many of these people who do these conversions themselves, they do it because they're gonna be living in it for an extended period of time. A lot of people live in their vehicles and I've said this for years, you wanna save money, that's great. But I have a pretty large family. I can't fit everybody in the van but I can pull a trailer, so it needs to have a hitch. There's so many things that go into this, so who does it? Well, how about we do this? Let's just get to the meat and potatoes and tell you exactly who I think does this better than absolutely anybody else. And that is a company in Blue Springs, Missouri, 19 miles to the east of Kansas City, population right about 60,000 people. Their facilities, the ownership, it's unbelievable. And that is a company called Van Do It.
So what I want you to do is I want you to go to vanduit.com, V-A-N-D-O-I-T.com. These folks have been in business over 70 years and they think exactly the way I do in my opinion when it comes to the design and construction of a Swiss Army Knife Ford Transit van. I can go on for hours. I have done a massive amount of research. I decided this is a business that we're going to get into. Probably could get this up and running for about 20 or 30 million dollars or less. Question is hiring the right people. Where do you do it at? I don't think Ocala is the right place. I know Tampa is not the right place. Who do I hire to be the president of the company and to manage it? Because I want a van. I want a Swiss army knife. I want a mobile office. I want to be able to drive in luxury. I want someone to take the cloth seats off and put leather on. These guys will do it. I want a skeleton internal system that I can modify. These guys do it. I want a place where I want to crash out, catch a few Z's, get a little bit of REM. These guys do it. I want a mobile kitchen I can put in, take out. These guys do it. I want AC that works. These guys do it. I want a heater in case it gets chilly, although it's not exactly chilly, south of Mason-Dixon, but sometimes it is. These guys do it, but they do it in a way that makes sense. Every single thing makes sense. The flooring, the sides, the insulation, the way everything is componentized. Now, when I talk about investing, I talk about the importance of investment silos, meaning that you need to have specific goals and objectives and specific sums of money that you invest for those goals and objectives. The problem with all these idiotic financial planners out there is just it's a one-size-fit-all. First off they want to just sell you a big fat commission-based product and if they're around it's always about MIMO, money in motion. They're always trying to sell you something. When you have nothing more to buy or sell they're gone. You never hear from them. So that whole relationship is critical. These guys do their business the way we do our business and they're good. They know what they're doing. Is this an endorsement? Absolutely. Again they don't know it but I've been there. I've seen everything. They're going to be talking if they listen to this. Who was this guy? What's he doing? Great place. <laughs> And, and they're close to being, well, the number of people there who have these vehicles is really impressive. Here's the big deal, folks. The cost is going to be in addition to the price of your vehicle. And you can get used vehicles. Me, I'm buying new and then I'm scheduled. I have yet to do this because right now the timing for me, I have more things to do. I got to get my plate cleaned off. But yeah, I know exactly I'm going to get a new vehicle, get the warranty but I'm gonna get it when I can get into their schedule and they build exactly what I want. I'm gonna go up and say, hey, I'm the guy that did a podcast about you. It's a fantastic product. You won't remember me because nobody does. I wasn't the only one here. Here's the thing, get her done, but it's gonna be built the way I want it. It has to be a mobile office. It has to be a mobile recording studio. It has to be a mobile video studio. It has to be a place where I can take a shower and get cleaned up, spritz off without ruining everything. It has to be durable. I have to be able to clean it. Yeah, dad's gonna clean this thing. I don't want a bunch of mildewy carpet and crud in there. And it has to look cool. It has to look cool, because I'm cool. Everything I do is cool. I'm your old dad. I'm your dad who had the muscle car. I'm the dad that drives a big-ass Mercedes. I'm your dad that has a big office building. I'm cool. I'm the dad that works out. But I work my ass off for that. I don't smoke. I don't drink to excess. I take care of myself. I don't eat tons of carbs. Oh, maybe I have a few pounds to lose, but not many. I'm in the process of cutting weight. My goal is, by the end of the year, to be back to my top fighting weight. 
So I'll be in around maybe the 205, 207 range, 6'2", abs, big chest. Yeah, I'm that dad. I'm the dad who is the cosmopolitan dad, who knows how to order drinks, knows how to court a lady, knows how to be a gentleman, but knows how to break your neck if I need to do that. I'm the dad that nobody wants right now because society has rapidly changed to the point where, oh my God, if we're not all drinking the Kool-Aid, oh, it's terrible. But that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. I don't want to be around people who are weird, who are suffering from massive psychosis, who don't do the thinking, who are, oh, whatever the doctor says I'll do, whatever the government says I'll do. No, I want you to think. Do it if you think it's right, but if you cannot articulate it, why are you going to do it? And this is how I do what I do. I'm an investment advisor. I just described to you how we have been in this long process going back to 1992 when I said, you know what, honey, we ought to consider doing this. And then, no, let's not. Let's kind of, let's build the office buildings. This is where things are going. I'm telling you guys, this trend is, this is not a fad. This is a trend. And the horse, the buggy, go west, young man. I mean, it is out of the stall. The gates are open and the horses are off and running. People are doing this. But there are so many of you out there who are living a life now restricted because of COVID, because nobody is behaving properly anymore. Get out and enjoy life. Be reasonable. But how cool is it that you've got your transportation with you? You've got your food? Yeah. So you spend $100 on gas going someplace, and you spend, what, maybe $50 on food? And you come back, and you had a whole weekend that you would have normally spent, I don't know, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000. I mean, going to the Ritz-Carlton is not cheap, so you get a suite. You spend $1,500, $2,000 for three nights. or six grand plus the meals. So you come back, and basically you bought something stupid, and you spent ten grand for a weekend versus $150. Where are the real memories going to be? Are you going to sit back and go, oh my gosh, you know, the 47th time we went to the Ritz-Carlton or the Grand, uh, the uh, Don Cesar, oh, I remember, I remember the 43rd time more than the 47th time. No, it's like going to McDonald's, you don't remember Jack. But you know what you will remember? You will remember, oh, hey, we were in Tampa, we were over in the West Shore area, we were chilled out, and we couldn't believe that we actually saw a pack of dogs running, and they were like real friendly, it was like, it's like a Disney movie, and we were having coffee, and it was cool, and they were just you know, wild dogs that got loose and they didn't get near us. They were friendly, but you could tell it was like they were skittish and off they ran. And I've actually seen that, by the way. So it, that's something you'll talk about. You're not going to talk about that 43rd trip to the Don Cesar. You're not. You're not. So life is about having memories, having a vehicle where you go, you know what? I would like to go. Well, you can't do it now because Canada's all locked down, but I want to go to Banff. I want to go skiing. So I have a vehicle I can, I can go. My wife and I can drive it crash a little bit. We can get there pretty well nonstop. We got our skis in there. Hey, we like to go fly fishing. Let's go up to Colorado. Let's go to our ranch in Idaho or Wyoming or Montana. I have a former chief of police of Tampa, a fellow by the name of Bob Smith. I watch him taking photos all the time. He puts on Facebook. Hey, guess what? Let's meet up with Bob someplace. I like taking photos. Let's take a bunch of the photo equipment. You can do things because you created a vehicle that is a Swiss army knife. Hey, I, I, let's take the kayaks. Hey, we got a, a foldable canoe. Nothing special, just kind of a cool, but it's foldable. We can put it inside the van. The Swiss Army knife. So you want to make sure that you do what it is you like or good, profitable, and can control. You have to stay flexible on the surfboard of life. But there are certain fundamental things that you need. Well, you need to breathe, air. You need food. 
You need shelter, you need clothing, and you need to work. Never stop working, always do something. And you have to be able to sleep. Get a good night's sleep, not just a little bit of here and there, a good night's sleep. You need to have recreation. You need to simply relax, and you need to put everything together at simple. Ten principles that we came up with in designing our company, and all of our companies for that matter, but when we're going to build out vans. I'm not going to do that, because Van Do It did it. I like that. Van Do It did it. And we are, and I would encourage you to do the same thing. Go to vandoit.com and look at what they have. When you get a chance, go up and take a tour. Schedule it. Don't go dropping in on them. They do the same thing that we do. you got to schedule things, okay? But it is amazing, utterly amazing. However, if you do nothing but go to their website and spend a couple of hours looking at all the videos, how everything is set up, you're gonna to come to the same conclusion, unless you, well, frankly, are retarded, stupid, or part of the galactically you know, moronic, borrowing a partial phrase from a few good men when Tom Cruise is drunk and screaming at Demi Moore about being a member of the Galactically Stupid. I just love that scene. No, man, these guys, this is it. So you spend about a hundred grand, you get everything you can possibly get. So what? So what? You go out and buy a, I don't know, I'm really not sure what things cost anymore. You buy a Class uh, S uh, Mercedes, uh, nicer ones. You get a, a lower base model. You're gonna spend about a hundred grand, I believe. You know, you get a nice luxury truck. Vehicles are not cheap. So you're gonna spend about a hundred grand on a really nice vehicle. But it ain't gonna be a Swiss Army knife. Not gonna be something that you're proud to show up in and do anything you want. Everything from blackout methods on windows so you have privacy to eliminating yourself in private man i'm telling you van do it van do it did it i'm doing it i suggest you do as well the paul truesdell podcast is available daily with exceptions at 5 a.m eastern to email us use the following email address team that's t-e-a-m at truesdell.net again that's team at truesdell.net or use the contact form found on paultruesdell.com the paul truesdell podcast is sponsored by fixed cost financial and longview forecasting If you are a client of Paul Truesdell, use your private website access link that was emailed to you last Sunday for additional items. And note that Paul will be talking about the latest investment scam involving inflation, and how to deal efficiently with inflation. Thank you for joining today's podcast. Bye-bye.